0: Hi everyone, today's episode is a really special episode because it was actually recorded live with our MyLined Purpose audience over Instagram. Kayla and I are doing a three-part series titled Life on My Terms, where I interview Kayla about the three steps that she chose to take to truly embody what it means to live life on her terms. In part one, this episode, We discussed the first step that she made, which was choosing to get rid of her debt. Now, the reason that we believe getting rid of debt is so important is because it completes the energetic cycle with money. Now, in order for you to have debt, that means that you've paid for a service or product and have not yet completed the cycle. The money is still sitting there waiting to be paid back for whatever that service or product was that you received however long ago. When you pay off your debt, you close off that energetic cycle to that money. This in turn shows money that you are energetically aligned and we know, since money is energy, that this is one of the most important steps that you can take. So we discuss what it means to get rid of debt, we share open and honestly our experiences of starting off and not having any clue what it meant to get rid of debt, uh, how harmful it can be, um, and how quite uh, lonely it can be to have money shame and not have a community to talk about it with so tune in to today's episode and then stay tuned for part two and three where i interview kayla on her next steps which were going all in on her commitment to her dreams and then deciding to be her own boss so her own boss in her life Uh, in her business and beyond. This three part series is uh, really exciting and we're answering questions that people have that are curious about our next group coaching mastermind accelerator that we have. So why we believe um, in living life on our terms. Stay tuned, always appreciate a like, a share, a rate and review. This increases our listenership to our podcast. Tag my lined purpose if you've learned something that you're taking away, and we will continue to share the following uh, part two and three steps of this series. All right, everyone, we are here today to talk about living life on your terms. Life on your terms, it gets to be that way. Hi, Haley. All right, so we are talking about life on your terms today. And really excited because Kayla is going to share um, some like vulnerable, brave, courageous moves that um, she has made in her life in within the last what five to seven years that have really allowed you to decide you want to live life on your terms.
1: A hundred percent. Well, it allowed me to know it's possible. Yeah. Probably, um, I'm a little bit, you know different so this has made it possible for me okay sam just said hi out loud like we're facetiming <laughs> <laughs> hi sam are. Yeah, hi sam okay in this three part we're making a three-part series about how to get to financial freedom and how i did it and then i'll be talking about the little tips and tricks i learned along the way mm-hmm. and today we're talking about the first thing that i did and then tomorrow and the next day we're going to be talking about the other two things The things are, number one, I committed to not having debt. That was the first thing. That's we're going to talk about today. Number two, I 100% committed to putting 20% down on my first real estate investment. Number three, I committed to being the boss. Mm. Being the boss of myself, being the boss of my life, um, experimenting being a landlord. So we'll talk about that in two more days. Today, committing to no debt
0: hmm and also what i love about hearing these stories is the commitment to no debt is what allowed you to ultimately be able to get the 20 percent down and once you committed to no debt saved for the 20 percent down then you got to step into the role of boss so it's like very sequential
1: yeah how this came about is nicole was we are working on our content for a course that's coming up in two weeks or our accelerator it's actually not a course but i keep saying that it's a coaching mastermind an accelerator that is about uh, your millionaire mindset this is real life my husband just got home and my dog's come running down the stairs sorry, but <laughs> ignore the situation okay so our next accelerator that's coming up about building your millionaire mindset and having multiple paths to profit and multiple paths to seven figure net worth this is how i'm getting there so number one 2014 um i was so clued out now looking back and i mean we're not born with money information we're not like Oh, I've come out of the womb, and now I know everything about registered accounts, dividends, and safe money. Here I am as a baby. These are things that need to either be passed on to you, knowledge taught, or you need to figure them out yourself. So at the time, I had no way of, like, I just didn't have it in my bubble to figure out how somebody else could show me this. I was reading blogs and reading books about it, but nothing seemed like, okay, that's someone relatable who's done that, I can learn from them. So I went for it, I committed to getting rid of my student loan, which was a student line of credit, mm-hmm. and credit card debt, and I owed the CRA money at the time because I've had a few businesses, and unless you've run a business and made mistakes in your 20s, I You mean, don't know. Well, you know, exactly, I feel like, a lot of my life has been trial and error. I've been out here in BC for 18 years in June, and my parents have always let me figure it out on my own and be free and be independent, and that's how it rolled. Um And I've just, you know. And that's
0: how you're parenting.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bravely. Yeah. Slightly more attached, but she's only eight months old, so it's OK. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nicole is holding me, um, holding me capable of trusting Evie to figure things out on her own. Yeah. Okay. So I committed in 2014. I started reading Mister Money Mustache a blog, and I committed to not having debt and to treating my, my debt like my hair was on fire. I wasn't like half in on this commitment. I mean, previously I thought. Mm, how do i afford my cup of coffee when i don't know where my money is going and i seem to be always taking the bus and getting library books but i didn't really understand like where my money is going and it was just flowing out of me into the world without any real recognition of what was happening and that's what happens when you're at that age where you're living on your own you're paying rent You're affording all, like, keeping up with your friends who Mm -hmm. are doing things, and you're also, like, buying your own food and trying to figure out how to get another pair of work pants. I'm so glad the work pant era in my life is over. (laughs) If I've never talked about another great pair of black work pants, it will be too soon. Okay, great. Let's end my conversation. Okay, great. So I just committed to having no debt, and I had $14,000 of debt at the time, and I wanted to get rid of it in six months. I cleaned babies. I babysat everybody's kids. I was like, OK, I have this much income coming in for my job. It pretty much covers my living expenses and everything else on top of that. That twenty five hundred dollars a month I need to make to hit my goal. I need to make it. Mm-hmm. It was maybe not recommended to go so hard. I mean, it was it was very difficult to stick to that commitment. But I did and it paid off hugely and it was great lesson in in like self-discipline and what's possible. Kayla. Wasn't that fun. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: Can we um, talk a little bit about like for those who are tuning in or who will watch later the why behind that like why was it important to you that the first step was to get rid of your debt and not um, just start to save a pile over here, but still have the pile of debt over here. Cause I know that we've experienced in working with people, m- me, myself, I had like such a hard time when I would get a chunk of money being like, Oh, but now I have to put it to my debt. Like, I don't want to do that. Then it feels like I just don't have the money anymore, which is like can be a really backwards way of thinking. Cause debt is, not money either right like having a credit card yeah so do you want to explain the why for you and we're we're always you know we always want to emphasize that we're not advice giving here we're just sharing our personal experiences
1: Mm -hmm. okay so the question is why would i get rid of debt instead of just save money and maintain the debt
0: yeah like why was it important to you that your first step was to get rid of your debt
1: Mm. i think when i did the math of how much money it was costing me a month to maintain this lifestyle that actually was totally outside of what was possible in that moment for my income strength and it was so 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 stressful so when i did when i did the math and i'm like mm, this is costing me a lot of money i'm not getting ahead mm-hmm. and i'm really stressed out trying to pretend everything is okay i just got to the point where i was like it's not okay you mm-hmm. need to get rid of this so that i can build point when it is okay yeah okay yeah and i have to say like it is a good point to bring up um about when you have a chunk of money or when you have any money at all and you're paying that back to instead and it goes away it kind of feels like oh i used to have that money and now it's gone Mm -hmm. but the thing is it's already gone so as Kate Northrup says, debt is for benefits already received or something like that. I can't, we can never remember the exact acronym, but that's a really good way to look at it. Like you already received that energy. Now you have to match it with right. the money. Mm-hmm. But take what you've already gotten, match it and move on. And that was, yeah, it took me six months to get rid of my student loan and my credit card and figure out the CRA stuff. For everybody in the state, CRA is Canadian Revenue Agency, and they they do our taxes like the IRS. I have to say, they're fairly reasonable about payment plans. Mm -hmm. So if you just call them, okay, avoiding the CRA is not a good idea. They'll find you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can't (laughs) avoid the CRA the same way. Yeah, I was going to say we can't avoid the CRA the same way that 21-year-old Nicole avoided the free credit card the MBNA stand gave me at the booth in my hallway of university. I was like, Oh, $5,000 to do whatever I want. Let's go on a trip to Cuba. Like because I was so misinformed and uneducated about money. And I know my story is not alone uh, or I'm not alone in my story. And then and then I just left it, ignored it. You can't do that with this CRA. Um.
1: You know, the CRA is on top of things. They have hundreds of thousands of people who are paid to just start it out. So the government will get their money. So easy, call them and say, hey, I need to go on a payment plan. And then they say, great, we'll give you 18 months and you can pay it off. And then you pay your whatever it is, $250 every 18 months until you don't owe the money anymore and it's over. It's not dramatic. They make it a time limit that actually is fairly reasonable. And then off you go to the races. It's like one of the best decisions. I just was beside myself and didn't know what to do. So I phoned them and said, I don't know what to do. And the person on the phone said, okay, we'll do what we do with everyone. Like you're not, they didn't say this, but this is what I'm thinking now. Mm. You're not, you're not a like special snowflake. And this is the only person on earth that's ever had Oh, the CRA money or head credit card debt. Like, it's okay. It happens. And mm-hmm. if that's not the way you want to live, we need to make a plan to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So we digressed, but <laughs> <laughs> well, because I asked you that question of mm-hmm. why debt was important, but you were getting on to the um, starting to share about how it was 2014, you committed six months, you were getting rid of your debt. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk about how did it feel to no longer have that debt anymore? Because money is just energy and energy is a feeling state. And we think that we want external things, but it's because those external things bring us a feeling state. So mm-hmm. how did it feel to no longer owe other people money?
1: Okay, I wish I had this skill set at the time, and coaches and, and community group, like a group of women in community who are also doing the same thing, because to be honest, I did it by myself. I asked a couple of people for help, and of course, like family members have advice when they're 50, that's not what you need to hear when you're 20, it's mm-hmm. been a long time since they haven't had a steady income um and times change things change and so i just um to be honest because i did it alone it didn't feel that good mm. i want to say i was it's like, not sad? It's like well it did i did go to um scotia bank and pay off my student line of credit and i think the last remaining bit of it was three dollars and some cents after my like my like monthly payment that i did and they sent me a bill for that so i got my friend back to come with me and we paid it out of like our joint change <laughs> we went to scotia and we're like please shut this down and i never want to care about this again and she took a picture of me so that was kind of an exciting moment mm. but um because i made all the money that i paid back through working really hard i'd worked myself up into this insane frenzy and this is something that i is part of my personality that's helpful but not that healthy is that i can really laser focus and do something and then afterwards like i i crash and burn mm. so thinking about if you're listening to this and you're like yeah i have to have to pay back how can you do it with math so like take it take the debt amount divide it by a year see how much you need a month Divide it by 18 months see how much you need a month commit to whatever your plan is and making that extra money so that you can just like throw it on the debt and keep going. And then who is your buddy? Who are, who's your accountability friend? Um, come and join us in coffee club, come share your story and get it out of your body energetically. So you're not holding on to the guilt and the shame and the like, everybody else seems like they're doing okay. And I'm so sad, like Mm. wrong with me.
0: Coffee Club is so great for that because we have women of all ages, shapes, sizes, colors, everything. Like the diversity is there. The experiences are diverse. Um, And that's what I love so much about the community is that like you are welcome wherever you
1: are, however you are. And Nicole and I uh, are in charge. So we do everything in our power to make sure it's a completely inclusive environment. And we will correct anything that goes off the non-inclusive, you know, that's non inclusive for some mistaken reason. We are totally open to talking about it and making this a safe place for all women to come and learn and grow, make a lot of money, up-level your mindset, Uh, be supported, read some great books, have friendships, collaborate, like that's what we do. And I have to say that was hugely lacking at the time that I paid back all my debt. Um, But one thing I did learn is that anything is possible. You know and
0: the the feeling of being alone makes it i feel like suffocating right like i think about when i first moved to victoria and i had what i thought was a deafening amount of credit card debt because i didn't know because nobody was talking about credit card debt and i was too afraid to tell anybody because i was like am i going to be in trouble And um, I actually remember the very first two people that I told about my credit card debt were um, Amy Burton and Nicole Sampson. We were out having coffee together at Habit. And I was like, I just need to tell you guys that I have this like credit card debt and it's overwhelming me and it's all I think about and I can't sleep. And I just think about like how many people are out there right now like losing sleep or like overthinking or over worrying about something that like we can just talk through and we can find solutions and we can solve the problems because everything is figure outable but we need to we need to feel like we have a space that is yeah um, comfortable to have these conversations
1: yeah and to say like i have been there And in that time, this is what we're going to talk about tomorrow and the next day. But in that time in 2014, I started at negative 14,000. Then I... And my partner, my husband now, um, we decided, okay, we're gonna get a, we're gonna buy a condo, and we're gonna save twenty percent down for the mortgage. And we we're getting all this. We got married, in that time that we saved the money, getting all this pressure to spend money, we're getting pressure from all angles to not stick to our savings goal. And that we did that together, and then how we took that and leveraged it so that um, I could step into my anything is possible energy in a really big way. That's all just been since 2014. And now it's 2021. So it's like, seven years later, and I seem to be accumulating uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of net worth exponentially now. So how can you get to a point where you flip the scales, where you stop being like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I'm like, you can't see my hands. I'm sinking and sinking and sinking. I don't have enough to like, I do have enough. Oh, I'm growing. I'm growing. And this other side of the scale is like, doesn't need to be there because it's, it's all rising. Mm -hmm. And, And that's multiple streams of income. That's, that's what our accelerator is about.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, like, yes, debt is the first priority that we're talking about here to get down and not all debt is bad and we don't need to have guilt or shame around what our debt is. Right. Like, you know, I talk about how I've had $80,000 of student loan debt, I could swim in my sorrows of like, wow, I could have done so much more with $80,000. But it's like, yeah, and I got a few degrees and some great education. And it's like, I spent a lot of money to go write my book. And then it got published. And I got coaching clients from all over the world because of that, like, I've invested in coaching on credit cards and that coaching has like up leveled my life tenfold. So like not all debt is bad and it's about removing any shame, guilt, embarrassment that you may be harboring over your current debt.
1: Yeah, everybody. Um, this is this is what we're talking about in the Millionaire Mindset Accelerator as well, is that you are in charge. You are responsible. It's up to you. No one's coming to save you. It's, it's all you, you're 100% responsible for your life. Yes, you can collaborate. Yes, you can share. Yes, but you are responsible for you. And you get to decide like, yeah, that might be like, Oh, my God, I'm responsible. And on the other hand, you're in charge. You're the boss. Yeah. So What do you want? And how can we support you? Uh, with coaching and with the community to get there? Mhm.
0: to get you to living life on your terms.
1: Yeah, anything is possible.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're here and um you can always you can head to our website at mylinepurpose.com. We have um like a a submission form. You can submit to have a conversation with us if you've never had coaching with us before. We can talk about what that looks like if you <laughs> try it out yeah Um, if coaching isn't the investment that you feel like you can make right now then our millionaire mindset accelerator is like quite affordable Mm -hmm. um, in comparison to what one-to-one coaching is and then you get the whole community of all the other women who are signed up so that we get to do this together and have these conversations together and you will be I think so surprised if you're listening to this right now maybe you're new to our community that all stories are welcome and everyone shows up as they are and that's what makes our community so great so wherever you're at um we'd love to have you
1: absolutely come on over let's talk about it let's talk about strategies to build your wealth however that looks for you and you get to decide yes that works yes it doesn't work or no it doesn't work whatever you want it's completely up to you we are here to support what you want
0: yeah Okay, so stay tuned for tomorrow. We're going to be talking about part two of living life on your terms. Um, and the second thing that Kayla did to go from being in the negative to hundreds of thousands in the positive and how um, how that is possible. In a
1: really quick turnaround
0: time. In a really quick turnaround time.
1: Like we had 20% down saved um, by 2016. We lived in Tarahona in 2016 and um, I just had my money realization, like, oh, I should do something about this in, uh, spring 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a year and a half later. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what I love is like how different our experiences are. Like you are really, um, like logical and action oriented and, um, ha- like step by step in your processes and that works for you and I am very like laser focused on money is energy money is energy what is my energy am I matching what I want and both of us have stepped into experiences where we get to live life on our terms and combine our experience and knowledge together to be like oh and now we can explode this when we ha- oh, yeah. when we have a system and we have the mindset it's like Oh, right. Everything is really possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's possible for the people who are coming with us on our journey and who are learning from us. Um, I'm excited about part three. Tomorrow is 20% down, committing to creating the platform for leverage. That's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about tomorrow. And then the next day we're committing to being a boss. And that means leaving our nine to five. So we can talk about that. Yeah
0: which is super exciting. We're coming up on a year of my aligned purpose. And so we went all in, we have been fully in our business and we know that, um, this is available for you too. Mm-hmm. When I say you, whoever is listening, living life on your terms is available to you.
1: Okay. We're so excited to talk to you tomorrow. Okay. The platform for leverage. See you tomorrow. We'll be on, um, like around 11. Yeah. PRT. in the morning okay bye bye